0: hey y'all this is cleveland and you are tuning in to the murkiest of hours to the murkiest of podcasts and this is the murky waters podcast
1: and hey, yo listen here baby this is a whole new host here this is swoop dog here with my brother what was your name brother
0: oh it, it's it's cleveland oh,
1: my brother cleveland
2: and we're also here with you see, this is Bill Cosby coming for the present system. I'm gonna be making my appearance on here with pills and drinking drinks on the murky waters. Ha
1: <laughs> ha! As the as the as the young people say, Cosby, say don't spray it, please. <laughs> These microphones are expensive.
0: Yeah, hard to come by.
1: All right, everybody, welcome, <laughs> welcome. That was our that was our uh, our, our 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 attempt at improv. Uh, claps, 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 claps. Yes. Claps, claps, claps. Air claps. All right, everybody. So this is the murky waters mm-hmm. now <laughs> with uh, one difference. We're minus one now, so it's me and Todd, and then it's going to be whoever else is uh, with us. And uh, Cleveland Brown was joining us today. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, thank you for joining us.
0: Oh, thanks for having me. You know, it's, it's nice to gather the house and do something different.
1: What what do you usually do?
0: Oh, you know, just antics, shenanigans, usual mustache guy stuff. <laughs> you po- do have a nice mustache.
2: General post office type things.
0: Yeah, you know, go go to the Walmart, go just different just different <laughs> things. You know, how exciting.
1: Yeah, man, that's great. You know, I, 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 actually, actually, you're kind of boring. Let's go ahead and throw, let's go and throw him out. Let's bring in a real guest. Let's all right, go. get out of here, get out of here.
2: Uh, all right, all right. Uh,
1: t- till the next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So, uh, uh, so uh, in taking his place, we have my buddy, longtime buddy, Nathaniel.
0: Uh, thanks for having me once again. It's nice to be on the podcast. Yeah, you right.
1: just took that seat right over, huh? <laughs> Dang.
0: Well, it is warm.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> warmed it up for you, right? Cool, well I mean, uh, we're well, getting right into it Today's topic, we're talking about connectivity And we're not talking about your HDMIs Not or, Legos? No, not Legos, mm. nor the thing that charges your phone mm. the, char- the charger, I think that's what they're called Yes uh, So today we're talking about connectivity within humans um, I'm not saying that I'm not human I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not human I'm just saying that I'm, you know, connectivity within each other uh-huh. um, Whether it be romantical whether it be comical, Plutonic. platonic, platonic. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, always make sure it's platonic. I remember that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that's what we're going to talk about today. So, coming into connectivity, what is the first things that pop into our mind? That's always going to be my opening question because I want to know what's going on when everybody's thinking.
2: Cleveland? I mean, our uh, other guests? Way <laughs> to break the fourth
0: wall. <laughs> uh, well, if. If I had to say the first thing that came to my mind when you said connectivity, <clears throat> I would think of dots, just because of we hear that all the time, connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. But when we connect the dots, it's always to make sense of something. Right. So uh, I feel like connectivity is very important to us as people, as humans. Right.
1: So it's more than just an ex- more than just an expect- expression, because again, like you said, we're connecting the dots. We're thinking about connecting two ideas. Uh, but a lot but two we also think about well enough that you guys had this as great kids. I mean, I'm sure that sure everybody had the actual connected dots where it was
2: by the number. <clears> yeah.
1: So you didn't know what the picture was gonna be I mean, it depend on the one you got. If you got the one with the more numbers then, then yeah, you didn't know what the heck it was gonna be. But if you got the one that was less than it was mostly drawn, you know, you just yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. horns on the deer or something. But um yeah, so you don't know what exactly that whole picture is. That's what I'm trying to get into. You don't know what the whole picture is yet. You're, you, you trust to make that to make those paths that, that
2: that's going to connect into something true because <clears throat> when that, when uh, everyone needs to have some sort of connection in some part of their life whether it's family friends or lover whatever um because i, I find it rare that anyone can go an entire lifetime just solo you just can't you can go crazy um, you need some sort of feedback. Some, some. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, look at the. I, I know it was a movie and everything, but the uh, the one with Tom Hanks where he gets a uh, uh, with the plane plane crash, he connects with a volleyball. You know, yeah. Wilson, you know, Wilson. he need he needs something <laughs> to to talk to and to relate to. So I mean, it, it can be an object, you know.
1: Right, right. Because um, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's uh, it's just something that brings us comfort. Yeah. I think sometimes that's part of it. That's probably not the whole thing, but I, I know a big part of it is feeling comfortable, feeling um, the ability to be vulnerable to, I guess, be yourself completely. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of connection is, well, rare. hmm Because so many people are backstabbers and others. So many people are just about benefiting themselves and selfish. And when the, t- when the going gets tough. All of a sudden, getting to know you isn't that interesting anymore, and they're not there anymore. anymore.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no. You gotta lead that, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're looking like me and thought, man. I want to I want to pick that brain.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to try to ponder over that too. Um, it kind of, we were touching on it a little while ago, um, in a separate conversation, me and Joe about how important it is for people to uh, have connections with other human beings, Uh, and this quarantine has proven that, uh, whether uh, it's easy for you to be by yourself or if you prefer being with other people, I think now that that option's been taken away, it really shows how much we depend on other people for, as you brought out, uh, comfort, uh, happiness, uh, just that uh, connection, that verbal connection. Uh, you brought out Tom Hanks' character yeah. Who had nobody To talk to But He Made something To make somebody To talk to Because he was having Conversations With that volleyball So yeah, It just shows you How much we need Other people it As far as communication I'm sorry
1: to you, But it was more Than just uh, More than just uh, um, More than him Just talking to them And communicating with it, Because he actually Felt something for it Because remember yeah. When he tossed it away And he was like Wilson And then like, yeah, he yeah. ran after yeah. it Because he, he felt for it Yeah so, we we as as humans, there's nothing that's more lonely than when you have good news or bad news and you have nobody to tell it so, Yes. You know, I mean, you can have people around you and still keep it to yourself, and that's what I mean. And not not just not just there's one thing to have family, but sometimes with family you don't want to say things to you because you don't want to be judged, and maybe because they know you already and they're gonna say, yeah, you're doing that because of this, whatever. And that's not what you want to hear at the time. You want to, sometimes you just want somebody to listen and, and In the most non-judgmental way Yeah Because then like Well like Tom Hanks I mean, Obviously he had He could have said anything to that ball Because there was nobody else around him. He was open He was that open I And mean, he could be that open To where he actually felt something For an inanimate object Imagine if somebody were to see him If somebody was around He wouldn't have probably acted that way
2: Yeah He was <laughs> imagining Imagining the responses Coming back from the ball too
1: so, Right Right So Yeah um, <clears throat> I forgot I was going to do go with that. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I had this little thing. What I was going to say was that so when we, that's what we should strive for to be able to find someone or, or, or to be able to connect to someone where we could be that vulnerable, where we could just be us fully, where we could lay all of our dirty laundry, I guess, out in the open, where it's, where it's not even labeled dirty laundry, where it's labeled something else, you know?
2: yeah like when nathaniel was saying made it, it's, it's a totally a problem right now with kids growing up right now they're going to be they're going to lose a year or two of having association and having that growth as as human beings and with relationships there's going to be social anxieties later on because of the whole pandemic because they're taught now at a young age oh stay away from my little timmy because he could have the covet i gotta stay away you know and people walk down the street now differently and stuff like that. So it's becoming an issue more and more as we go along with this whole lockdown. <clears throat> and then, that, and then a couple of that with the fact that, like you're talking about, like if you have anxieties or you have problems or something, you need to get off your chest. People can't meet up now and say, "Hey, let's go out for for a coffee, mm-hmm. let's talk." You know, maybe they can, but they can't go into like the normal settings you used to be able to in the comfort zones that you would have. To talk things out, to let stuff off your chest, and you're more inclined to hold things in, like you say, and that's not healthy.
1: Right. And then going back to what you're saying about the kids, I mean, when you think about it, those first times, I don't know if you, how good your guys' memories are, but I remember walking into kindergarten my first day, and then right away, you're just, you're entering into this into this new world. Right. So, so, I... I You know that's that's when you start talking to kids and you you know you say hell or butt or whatever (laughs) and then you're like you keep it within yourselves you know because you can be open with individuals and then at at this early age so these kids are missing out on that yeah on those crucial moments so who knows how they're going to be affected by that later on when it comes
2: well quick side story like all the side work I've been doing is all this COVID stuff preparing school districts for more spacing out of children as they're coming back adding more tables lunch tables tables in the class and they have barriers up which is really weird they're in their own own little cocoons at their desk and at lunchtime when they came out to sit on those desks that we had built there's only four per table where you could usually set eight Mm -hmm. at least but there's sometimes only oh, two. Well, you'd always fit at least 12. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <you know? laughs> well I mean, judging how big they are. So oh, no, like, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I I no, I just meant, like, you want all your friends at one table. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So you pile everybody The cool on. kids table or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, like, now you look at them, and when we were out there, it was kind of depressing. You know, they would sit, like, two kids at a big freaking table. And they just, they're eating their lunch like they're in prison. Like, no one's, like, associating. No one's talking. And then everything is, hey, you gotta wash your hands before you go back. Hey, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. It's so mandatory. And even when they're lining up, it's like, hey, you're too close. Back up a little bit. Like, God dang. And I could tell why the kids don't want to talk. I mean, they they look like prisoners, man. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna. I'm interested to see how this affects kids later on because we all know going to school, there was loner kids. You know, maybe we would have. We were one at one point. But I'm just saying that the fact that it's an awful feeling. And now everyone's going to be like that,
1: yeah. Because I mean, it's school and everything. Sometimes that's where you find your identity. Yeah, you know, because you're hanging around with these people. Okay, I feel comfortable with these people. Let me start dressing with them. Let me start listening to this type of music. Mm-hmm. You know, or let me start. You
2: fit in where you fit in.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's where you start finding yourself. So now online, I mean, it, I mean, well now it's di- <laughs> you can get any 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 anything offline. Mm-hmm. So I mean, th- 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 who knows what the heck. It's going
2: to be after. I mean, you know what's crazy is someone posted, just to go along with what you're talking about, someone posted a picture of the Jetsons. And, you know, yeah, that yeah. cartoon came out, what, the 70s or 80s, or something like that? Uh-huh. And they were showing how basically, you know, everything's all futuristic. And the, the wife was shopping from home. And it's like, we can do that. You know, and then and then it's like the kid was learning from his teacher at home on a TV. We can do that. You know, the, the uh, guy was talking to his boss on a TV. Basically... All that's projected now, it's like, geez, it's like, were the Jetsons freaking, uh, you know, uh, what is it called, quarantined as well? I mean, it looks, they didn't have to leave that pad, you know, everything was right there. So I think that's how we are right now, and it's it's a little weird and scary at the same time, you know.
0: We are living in the time of the Jetsons. Yeah, right, except <laughs> we're not in the sky,
2: you know, we're going to cars. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be
1: nice, just being up in the sky getting away from this place?
2: Right, yeah. just... Cause I remember on the cartoon I, It was all smoggy And they just would raise the The buildings above the smog <laughs> So Yeah uh, I mean, I mean
1: why, why don't we adopt that That'd be so dope It would be sh- all the way yeah And then we'll, we'll be prepared for a flood too There you know, go On
2: the west coast and, any, uh, any kind of fires
1: <laughs> Yeah So going Okay so we talked about um, We talked a little bit about Younger uh, Younger connections and stuff mm-hmm. and, and how this might affect them Later on I mean I'm sure everybody's Kind of thinking about that um, That's on their minds and stuff Um going into adult things mm-hmm. um when when problems arise how does being connected with someone or having that connection when someone help us get through something painful daniel mm. if, if feel free to jump in at any time yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. always interrupting each other so go ahead and f- whenever you got something to say
0: i feel like based on that uh What's the question again? <laughs> <laughs> the question was when we're going through something terrible,
1: something painful, how does having somebody that we're connected with help us endure?
0: I feel like once you've had that similar experience with somebody who's gone through something maybe not exactly the same that you're going through, but that they can at least relate, yeah, then you've made a connection there with that person mm-hmm. so you can find comfort in each other's experiences in helping you endure whoever is that might be going through that hardship at that time because one person has already gone through that but then now they're offering that connection or that comfort to give that person that endurance to endure their hardship
2: that's true because like if joe was going through something by i know he's already gone through it and i'm currently going through it even if it's not the same scenario, like you said, mm-hmm. if it, it, it's the general thing in question. And I could still go to him and see how he dealt with it, even though maybe yeah. my way isn't going to be the same or my situation is the same. I could see how he adapted and then kind of like, you know, draw the positives back to help myself. And then I could maybe help him, too, because he'd be like, well, I didn't think about it like, like, like that, no. you know, sharing things back and forth. is no. Yeah, so you go like, do that
1: lost and i broke something You're like oh, don't worry about it man. one time i did this and yeah feel a little bit better about it yeah you know sometimes yeah, i mean come on what what are these normal standards really i mean we're, we're all crazy we're all crazy here yeah we're know? human so we
2: make mistakes i yeah. mean unless we're eating another person i mean I, it, it can be understandable we're, we're not killing anybody we're only
1: a certain percentage off from being animals yeah pretty much i mean the only reason why we're even conscious is because we know we're gonna die and we don't to die
2: <laughs> now you're going really oh God, murky. God, oh God, oh God, oh God.
1: No no no. Um no so yeah when you when you have that when you have that somebody that you can go and just sit there, sometimes you don't even have to say anything, you can just cry. Yeah. You know, and you can just look up in the sky, you can let them be alone, you can let them have their headphones on if they need to. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, all they need sometimes is just your presence to be there. Yeah. And not say anything because again, I mean, for me, I don't want to keep hearing it's going to be okay. Mm. You know, this is a rough patch. I mean, even though that's, that's the advice that I always give forward, you know, this is going to be a rough patch because I I had to learn to accept that things suck, you know, Mm -hmm. and things happen. So, um, maybe at that point in time when things are the most stressful, don't be telling you're going to get through it. I mean, just be listening here. Maybe tell me, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes that's sometimes that's what being connected is. Sometimes you got to be down with them when they're down and being on the same feeling level. Um, uh, empathically.
2: I think if you care about somebody, um, you can see through what they kind of need. If you know the person, like say for instance, if you're the type that needs to just talk, talk, talk and have the other person listen as a friend, I would be like, okay, you know, let me sit back and and let him say what he's got to say. And then eventually he'll ask me my thoughts on it. Or it's someone that will be very uh, inquisitive and want to ask you questions as they're talking. It's sort of like, that's how you know the person that's going through the issue can trust the person they're talking to. Because then they'll know you good enough to be like, okay, this is how I need to treat the situation. You know, not laughing at you, you know, thinking you're messing around actually taking it serious because there's nothing worse than you know you're trying to tell someone which it's happened to me where like hey man you know like nathaniel I, I gotta tell you something this was real this happened to me the other day and you're just laughing like hey man i'm waiting for the punchline you know like or you're throwing in jokes it's like mm-hmm. it's like dude i'm serious like i'm not the proper t- way to treat it yeah and i think uh, <clears throat> that's a lot that's a lost art too if you have someone though that that does care they're gonna help you through the situation I
1: yeah, no matter how bad you're you're reacting to it. Mm. And that's the thing, too. I mean, there's one thing if you're going crazy and you're breaking things and knocking things over or trying to hurt somebody else, that's different. But if you're there and you want to be self-destructive and, 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 and you know, uh, emotionally or, or, or mentally, them allowing you or giving you that space is, is probably the most healthy thing because mm. you're actually able to let it out instead of, you know, like we talked about, holding it in because holding it in it's it doesn't it does nothing for you I mean even if you're thinking I don't want to burden people with my emotions or with my thoughts or with with my own problems because I know everybody else has problems because when you start venting more people and they start venting back to you, you start realizing everybody in their everybody and their mothers are messed up mm-hmm. and everybody and their mothers has something going on, so you get to a point where you don't want to be that way but when you really are when you really have that trust in somebody you could almost go like
2: you know like 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 a hurt animal yeah
1: you can just go around them and just whimper
2: and and even if if you make a scene at some point you check yourself and you're like you know once you got it out of your system you're like well let me calm down they don't even have to tell you anything like you can automatically just check yourself and be like yeah you know like i kind of flew off the handle i'm sorry and then they can come in there more empathetic and being like, okay, well, I'm glad you said this, blah blah. Let's go from here, because when someone can give you a game plan or at least to help you out to understand that, hey, there's it's not the end of the world. You know, we can fix this or you can fix this. It's super comforting, and you can find that in what you were talking about, friendship, relationship, other types still. That's how I think you can get on another level with somebody, you know, and it not have to be. Sort of like a sexual thing. It could, Mm -hmm. like you said, it could be what we talked about before. It could be the same sex, um, a friend, whatever, family member, because you get on a new level because you get a new understanding of that person.
1: Right, because you move past these these levels of superficiality where two people hanging out um, is viewed as a bad thing or something. Yeah, it, it doesn't become. Oh I'm this type of person, I'm this type of person and we're hanging out together in this location or whatever. It becomes that it becomes the present time it becomes the most realist um, in the moment you can be because you're not thinking about those things at the time. you're just thinking about letting go whatever hurts. you, you let it flow out and you let somebody else into there into, into your into your healing pool.
2: Mm. That's true. Very true.
0: This is important that you do this too, because this is actually something that I used to struggle with for a long time was bottling things up. And I don't know why I would do it, but for some reason it was just what I was used to. Mm -hmm. And really, as time does progress, it does take a little bit, well, it actually takes a lot of it out of you. Um, You don't really know where to store those emotions. So it's almost like it expires in a way and it stays inside you. And then When it does come out it just it's not good at all so i feel like everyone should sort of have some sort of uh, outlet alternative because bottling up never works and whether it be through a person or poetry or playing an instrument there has to be some sort of way to release your emotion
2: yeah i totally agree because you can get into a fantasy world where only what you think is right and you you can make harsh rational or irrational decisions in the moment and that could cost people uh, pain or more and um, a lot of people haven't decided or, or figured things out by like you said bottling things up it just compiles the problem nothing gets better nothing gets resolved nothing gets talked out and I think at some point everyone in the world no matter how big their ego is or how big their pride is has to admit that they've hit a breaking point at some point or some time or they've hit a real downward uh i don't care how rich you are have had such a a bad time to where you don't know where to go you don't you know and you got to find your outlet like you said or find your inner peace because if you don't like like you said things it could be disastrous. um you there's so much that's thrown at us as Like, like say for instance, three things that are killing this country right now, although there's always been something that's divided the country, and in any country, but let's just talk about America. But right now you have the social injustice. It puts one person on one side, the other person on the other, no matter the family, race, issue, whatever. Then you got the presidential thing that was tearing things apart. And then you got COVID because everyone's got their opinions on that. So we're living in a time right now where everyone's got an opinion on everything. Everyone's got um issue with something, and it's so toxic. You know, the wrong things could be said to somebody that, you know, friends that could be friends for 20 years can get into, like, a big issue over one of these hot-button uh, you mm-hmm. know, issues and it can go the other way. Or you could just be, like, overwhelmed with life because this is, this is, granted, the weirdest year that I've ever experienced and that most of us have. So this could be overwhelming, and maybe we just need to talk to somebody about it. Mm -hmm. So who's there for us and how do we do it?
1: So we see just how important it is to to not just find it, but but keep it Mm -hmm. and hold on to it because those are the kinds of ones that are going to stick around through the most toughest of the situations, you know? Um, Going along with that, when should we start Cutting connections.
2: Oh, cutting connections. Um, maybe if it's too toxic, if we feel that um, the person or persons aren't helping the situation and maybe magnifying the issue or trying to maybe make m- give alternatives as far as uh, things that aren't healthy for us, mm-hmm. whether it's alcohol, drugs, or doing other things to kind of suppress our feelings or emotions. And if that's the case, then yeah, the cutting the cord would probably be best. Or if that person's uh, on a toxic level to where we're yin and yang with each other, mm-hmm. then yeah,
1: yeah. Because at first it's cute, you know, because you, you think you found somebody where they're gonna correct you, you're gonna correct them, and you guys are gonna go strong. And you're gonna get get through this. But it's not often the case. Sometimes people are too level headed, or the too hard-headed is what I meant sometimes they're too hard-headed and they they just will clash just clash forever you know m- maybe at one point it was good for for working out or for maybe maybe for g- working up in in workplaces or something hmm you know but then it comes a point where they're just sometimes they're just sucking on your life you know mm-hmm. and it becomes more of a burden than anything because of, because at that point it becomes more about how somebody else gets benefited because I mean, again, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but how many times have you opened up to an individual, just to have them uh, run off or to have them just backstab you in some way, to where you're like, man, I know a lot about this person. They know a lot about me. You know, if we wanted to, we could totally burn each other's lives down. You know. Yeah. But,
0: um, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, <laughs> oh. I, f- I feel like energy is uh, a very tangible thing honestly in the subject of it being toxic so Mm. if you're around someone who is gonna feed that negative energy whether it be in their own life or through practices that they're doing uh, influence is definitely something that's very heavy so if it's something separate then you want to go then even though it's hard sometimes because sometimes uh toxic relationships are not just um Uh, short-term relationships sometimes they could be long-term relationships whether it be through friendships or through um, a romantic relationship and sometimes that can be difficult but uh, sometimes when it comes to uh, your your own health mentally emotionally sometimes it is best to uh, leave that toxicity
2: absolutely like you got to look back and say is what i'm putting into this worth what i'm getting out of it and I think it's always a give and take, no matter where it's a, whether it's a friendship, uh, uh, like, like Plutonic, or, or a relationship. Um, it's best for me, like I figured out over time, it's simple, just write down the pros and cons. If the cons weigh out the pros, then you got to go. You got to cut the person or mm. cut the situation.
1: Mm. All right. So so, so, Nathan, so, Nathaniel talking about the energy kind of brought back my thought from earlier. Okay. Was that you know we spend so much, invest so much time, in, in, in individuals that 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 we have to we have to kind of we have to kind of question ourselves, you know, are we just saying things just because we want somebody to listen, you know, because then because then all of our business is just gonna get out there and mm-hmm. and go and go places. So how do we know that we're actually connecting with an individual and that connection is real?
2: Trust. I I guess maybe there ha- there would have to be an initial something to where they know something or you know something. You ain't going to say nothing and you can feel with all your heart. I mean, nothing's ever 100%, but mm. you can feel a connection enough to where, hey, this person's not going to cross me. Mm-hmm. Or I have a pretty good feeling they're not going to cross me. Maybe it's over time or maybe it's over a, a big gesture. But at, I think trust is the main thing for
1: has has anything ever happened to
2: where you were just like that's it? Yeah, I mean we. Had,
1: well, we, you don't need to bring it up. other yeah, way, yeah. you know not. We, we had <laughs> we had a podcast about that one, um, but but uh,
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean definitely I had a relationship where you know the girl cheated, and and uh, and yeah, that was that was big for me. I was like, um, and I was the same situation where you were where you were talking about where she knew a grip about me i knew a grip about her mm. so i'm like how do i go about this do i go aggressive <laughs> do i piss her off or does she like fly off the handle put all oh, my stuff out God, there it's like it's gonna be so scary and it was it was like a stalemate for a oh, little bit because no. I, I had to approach it just the right way <laughs> I, I had to give it a... and you know back then i was more of an impulsive guy mm. so I, I would react and want to do oh, no. and so it was so difficult for me to check myself and say okay just Give it a couple days. Give it a couple days. Let it marinate. Let's see where this goes. Cause I know if I say something now, it's gonna be bad. Uh-huh. so yeah. So 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 you learned you learned it. Yeah, you <laughs>
1: learned, learned it, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you, Nathaniel?
0: Um, I, I can say that I I kind of agree with Todd and sense of trust. Um I feel like one of the ways you know that you can trust an individual is when uh, you endurance uh, a hardship if not many hardships mm-hmm. and then uh, when it's during those times of hardship you see who sticks around to support mm-hmm. so that can really give reassurance and maybe it's not somebody you have a good maybe uh, verbal communication with it, it, you may be great friends with somebody you hang out with all the time but that person who's going to be there for you whenever they need it may not be somebody you hang out with on a cons- on a uh, consistent basis so I feel like that's a good way of knowing where to put your trust is uh, from looking at your hardships and seeing who's still around after th- those hardships
2: that's right. a very good point
1: who's there not judging you and going through that after you've been through that as well
2: yeah yeah. when, when you uh, I'd say too when you have a lost loved one I experienced that that the some people shocked me that weren't around and weren't empathetic and then others like he said were like You know, friends that you hang out with every now and then, maybe, or maybe you play sports with that were there like all the time and that were super empathetic, super on your side, and were going to drop anything for you. And I was, it was blown away. I was like, wow, you know, I didn't expect him or her to be like that. Mm -hmm. So I totally get your point.
1: Yeah. And that's, and sometimes, you know, people, I mean, stories don't just start off like they do in, you know, books where it's like once upon a time, they lived, da 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 da. Like, there has to be a time and point where you meet an individual and you make that connection. Like, again, during this pandemic, I mean, there's some people that I've met that I would have never connected with otherwise, you know, and there's people that that, that my relationship is getting closer with there, that, that you, you know, you're developing that kind of trust. And it all started with well, something negative like the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, where I guess these times where people feel more, I guess more comfortable reaching out, more comfortable talking with people or sometimes it's just friends introducing friends of friends mm-hmm. and you have mutual things then you just start talking there and you start developing a friendship there because like a lot of the things we brought out was, was that we have to take a hard hit in order to, I guess, say, have complete trust. Because, again, when we're, when, our, when we, as, I don't even want to say as dudes, but as, I mean, as people living through tough times right now, we don't want to give up. Yeah. We don't want to be considered weak. We don't want to sit down. We don't want to cry. We don't want to ponder on our problems because we're told that doing that isn't going to help them or not, and it doesn't. It doesn't, but neither does pushing on through it and never taking the time to heal and get over something. Yeah. Because you could strain a muscle, not not heal it, get back to doing, you know, whatever it is you're doing, set records and stuff, but be hurt for the rest of your life. You know, what benefit are you going to get from that? You know? So, connectivity,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. Um, no I, t- I totally understand that. that is um it's a catch 22 when it comes to people because you need you need that void filled in your life when you're going through something like that and like you said fr- finding friends of friends sometimes uh someone will bring around someone that just it sort of clicks some of my best friends weren't some people that I met on my own or it's just through other people mm. and um and that's a good thing it's, it's good to broaden out too mm-hmm. and um Because there's just like there is supposedly someone out there for everyone. There's multiple friends out there for you.
1: That's for sure. Yeah. And it's, um, I mean, just to kind of, kind of, I guess kind of go along with that point. I mean, me and Nathaniel actually met because our parents were friends when they were younger. No, that's that's, that's pretty true. That's, that's how we know each other. Wow. And I mean, this guy and this guy knows a lot. So I mean, I mean, I'd have to kill him if, he'd ever, if, if, he, if, he, if he ever, if he ever went against me, or he became an enemy. Like that's it. I'm sorry, dude, but he knows too much. <laughs> He's got to wipe him out, huh? Got to wipe him out.
2: it's true.
0: <laughs> He's like, well, I, yeah, you I, have to I kill me. I man. accept. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I take
2: it. Yeah, I deserved it. I deserved
0: it. I shouldn't open my mouth. You I man?
1: Yeah, man. Why, do you,
2: is, well, why you gotta be a
1: nice guy, huh? Why you gotta be a nice guy? Mr. Nice Guy <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy see what that gets you nowhere <laughs> right <laughs> okay so as far as connectivity goes is there any closing points you guys want to bring out and how, how long have we been going for
2: uh, we're at 34
1: cool I mean we can close it off there and um, I don't know if you guys have any closing thoughts
2: um, Daniel anything or-
0: anything mm. you want to add if anything uh, just to reemphasize uh, as we've talked about throughout this uh, particular episode uh, a good key to good connectivity is communication whether it be listening or it be talking sometimes you're on the receiving end sometimes you're on the other end but uh, communication with your loved ones a communication with those you want to take that interest in and now is as good a time as any um, and it's important to uh, nurture that communication so that way uh, we keep uh, moving forward I guess you could say
2: I'd have to mm-hmm. agree that's a great point some great points right there in emphasis uh, Zoom call somebody uh, call someone just to check in on them yeah. um, and then just remember if you're going to have someone hear you out return the favor pay it forward right. uh, if someone needs to talk don't just be like hey man you know what I'm busy right now I got a video game to, yeah. game to watch
1: yeah, it's getting light yeah. <sighs> I better
2: hit the old dirt road <laughs> <laughs> just make the sacrifice take the call and trust me that person will appreciate it and it'll come back on YouTube in a good way yeah and it doesn't Definitely.
1: even have to be all that I mean if you don't want to give somebody a call, give them a text. Send them a send them a letter. Do, do yeah. an old school thing. Send them a letter. You know, get, get the whole <laughs> get the whole family sigil thing. Burn the candle wax and everything. You know, if you're gonna do it, do it right. You know, actually, I'm doing that. No, don't take that. I'm gonna send somebody a letter today.
2: Send them <laughs> a messenger pigeon.
1: Oh, you're right. You I mean, I'm just got to bring back uh, the messenger pigeon.
2: There you go. <laughs> it's that. gonna make a comeback. There. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. It was a thing? Is that, is that Cleveland Brown again? What is he doing back? It's going to make a comeback, y'all. <laughs> Just like my show. I hey heard they y'all. canceled that. They did after like four seasons or something. Oh, yeah, okay.
1: That's terrible. That sucks. All right, well, whatever, Cleveland. Hold the man ears. down. <laughs> <laughs> Let me close this bad boy off with a poem that has nothing to do with what we talked about today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is, this is, this is actually, you know what, I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and uh, do some stretching and make this fit in. This is, this is your mentality if you don't have somebody you can connect with. Here we go. Soak in the pain each day as each day blows its blow. What makes our stomachs hurt the most is usually out of our control. We engage in a mental battle. Entering a mindset that brings thoughts of the unforgivable, formidable, is the enemy as we combat the struggle to alleviate the pressure, drowning out our thoughts as we mask our state of being by saying we're, I'm fine. Though eventually we fall into the hands of the oppressor, the one that controls your mind, controls your mood, and your vibe, takes away your thrive, your will to survive, your want to be alive. Ooh, Ooh,
2: nice!
1: Thank you, my good. good very good heavy. thinking Very, very heavy. Well, this was a heavy topic. You know, well, it's actually less heavier now since we uh, lost some baggage. All <laughs> right, everybody. <laughs> that's that's the end of the show. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> See you next time, y'all.